everyone. Let me end my thing. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Welcome to MuseCast episode three of season two, the podcast for musers. I'm your host, Anait Lucia. Sorry, it took a while to, you know, put out new episodes since the last one. You know, there's the holidays and my birthday, then Valentine's Day, which I don't even celebrate. It's just, you know, adding another holiday in there, you know, election chaos so there's a lot going on so um but we're back um thank you for joining us and if you notice um that little intro at the beginning that was not a cover a, a muse cover i usually do feature muse covers on uh, musecast but i wanted to try something a little different i still want to feature muse covers so if you do have a muse cover you want me to feature please send it my way on instagram at musecast pod but what that was at the beginning was my <laughs> i basically try to create a Muse song, Muse type song in GarageBand. I was using loops in GarageBand because I was like, let me see if I can create something kind of that sounds a little bit like Muse. So that was my little experiment. So that's what that was. Because <laughs> I was just like playing around. I was like, that kind of sounds like it would be kind of like a Muse thing. Just kind of thinking of things that they use in their song. So that's that's it. Let me know what you guys think about my little Muse song attempt in the comments but anyway uh this episode we we're gonna bring a special guest that i know you guys love we're bringing gary back and i realized that you know we had had him on a few episodes but you know we know obviously he's a huge muse fan but we haven't really you know learned about his muse journey and i'm always interested especially because it's rare for me to meet muse fans so when i do meet one i would like to know you know, how they discovered Muse, the first time they saw them, saw them live, all that stuff. So we're going to do that with Gary. So we're going to bring Gary onto the stream. Let's go. Yay. There we go. Hi, Gary. Hey there, my friends. So good to see you again. <laughs> yes. Good to see you too. And now, uh, in case you guys don't know, Gary's like super protected. I don't know. Against the you know what? <laughs> the, the virus. He's doing oh, pretty well. I was like, w w is there something new I need to know about? <laughs> no, thankfully, um, I got both of my shots. So yeah. it's a good feeling. Also, yeah. before anything else, I, I was listening to the intro. I'm like, what bootleg is this? Like, which <laughs> do I, did I miss something? Do I, I was like, we need to talk after this. You need to send me this. But now that was a great attempt. I, you, you got me there. Oh, yeah, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad. I kind of hopefully I fooled other people too, because uh, oh, you pulled it off. <laughs> you got me. That's just how much I listened to them. I was like trying to. I was going through the loops and everything, and just kind of what they usually, the kind of stuff they usually do. So I so hope it's become I a part of your DNA. More. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so Gary, you're here. You love Muse. So let's start. Take us back from the beginning. Your first ever time seeing them, hearing them, all that. So I think my story is a lot different than others because I saw Muse at my first ever show, but I wasn't there to see Muse. It was at a festival in 2006. I was there to see Guns N' Roses and Alice in Chains and Muse happened to be on the bill too. And so I saw Muse. I'm like, oh, I don't know anything about this band, but they seem okay. I didn't hate them because before that were bands like Papa Roach and Buck Cherry and just stuff I don't really care for. So I was like, oh, these guys are okay, you know? I didn't think much of it, kind of forgot about them for a few years. Then in 2011, no, no, it was 2010, I was just driving on the freeway on the 101 and 
a song comes on on the radio and it just grabbed me by the boo-boo. It was a song called Undisclosed Desires. And the little string section in the background and Chris's bass and then the sub bass too. Um, I don't know, it just really appealed to me because before I got into rock and roll, I was super into classical music and jazz. And mm. Undisclosed Desires kind of had all of that. The song affected me so much. I got off the very first exit, found a Best Buy, I bought The Resistance, and I didn't stop listening to it for like two months. Wow. So that's how I became a fan. Even though I'd seen them before, I didn't think much of it. And then after that, you know, buying all the albums, learning everything I could about the band, unreleased songs, seeing them on tour, traveling to see them on tour. So Mm -hmm. that was kind of the gist of how things got started for me. So, so you, you're one of the people that like actually saw them live, but like they didn't really leave an impact on you. That wasn't enough to like, be like, Hey, let me look up their stuff. You had to hear them on the radio. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so the way it was when I saw them at this festival show, it was 2006. And for these festival shows, only like the headliner gets like the full like setup and everything. And their set was really short. But I was mm. 18. I had just gotten into music. I, my mindset was just on one thing. It was seeing stupid Axl Rose. And that was mm. my focus concentration. So it didn't even matter. Like, honestly, I didn't even like Alice in Chains until years after seeing them. Like, I was just very singular minded and nothing else mattered at that that day. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, just double checking. I've grown a lot me? since then. I can hear you. Oh. Okay, cool. I just had a little audio thing show up. Okay. Oh, wow. Because usually, like, I feel, I mean, I've, I have met people that they, they happen, it, the, kind of, the same thing kind of happened where, like, they just happened to catch Muse at a festival. They weren't there to see Muse, but after they, they would tell me, like, after they saw them, they were like, oh, my God, they're amazing. And that's kind of how they fell in love with them. Especially, like, I feel like live is, like, the best way to, like, make someone a Muse fan. Just be like, just watch them live. So that's why I was like, yeah. oh, you actually saw them live. And, like, that still wasn't, like, <laughs> you were so into, like, Guns N' Roses, which is fine. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. yeah. No, what it was, too, like, it, it was such a long day. Like, I'd been there all day long, and the sound at that venue sucked. So, like, Muse is one of those bands where you know, they're one of those perfect sounding bands in the right venue. This mm-hmm. horrible, like, outdoor amphitheater in freaking San Bernardino, just whatever awesomeness they had in 2006 kind of got muddied by the venue and the audio and all that. So oh. I didn't get the full impression of Muse, too. Okay, so the, the venue did them a disservice. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Okay, so after you bought the resistance like first of all what's your fit was undisclosed desire still like your favorite song from the album or did you end up loving another song or you know like all the times we've talked about everything changes depending on my mood like uh-huh. last month mk ultra was my favorite off of um the resistance and then during the election it was the resistance so <laughs> just like every just like everything else with Muse, like it just depends on my mood. Like, you know, we talked about like our favorite albums, like maybe next month I'll have a new favorite album. Mm-hmm. So yeah. right now, what would be your favorite um, resistance track? What's the, the mood right now? Exogenesis Symphony, all three parts. 
Oh, okay. That's that's my favorite. Always. <laughs> I, I, sure. I actually, I, I learned it on the piano a couple weeks ago. I found the sheet music and I, I had to play it. Me too. It makes me happy. I, I love playing it. Makes it makes me happy. Yeah. It makes me like sad, but happy at the same time. I don't know. Um, <laughs> a lot of things it. in life are like that now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So after you, you know, binge listened to The Resistance, what was your next, you know, album you were going to explore? What What was the next step in your music discovery journey? So what I did after, you know, binging The Resistance, I felt bad for not liking them in 2006, like not being crazy about them. So what I did first before buying any other album was watched a bunch of live shows. Um, I went on YouTube and watched, you know, their pro shot shows, festival shows, fan bootlegs, music videos, all that just so I could get a better feel for who they are and what they represent and their styles too. Because watching them live, I can get a taste of everything they've done on their albums previous to that. So I could kind of have like an idea of which way I wanted to go. And it's mm -hmm. kind of funny the way I ended up going because I ended up going back in time chronologically. So I got Black Holes and Revelations after that. And then mm -hmm. Absolution, Origin of Symmetry, and then finally Showbiz. <laughs> and then having done all that, Second Law came out by the time I got around to all that. So I was current by the time Second Law came out. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I, I, I kind of did that too. But I discovered them around like Absolution. So I went back to like, yeah, Origin and Showbiz. And well, you're one of the OG fans. Like you've been around a lot longer than I have. That's for sure. <laughs> well, more OG in like the US because they didn't really release any of their older stuff um, in the US until like Absolution. So yeah, in the US, yeah. I guess I was one of the OG fans when like nobody knew who they were. It was so annoying. Like, <laughs> like I feel weird. Like nobody knows who this band is, but I love them. <laughs> um, so now let's talk about your first time seeing Muse live. Tell us all about what. Yeah. When was it? What tour? How was the experience? Uh, 2006. It was that festival show, Black Hole. Oh yeah, sorry. Tour. I mean, your first time intentionally seen like you went to see muse um of my own volition was the drones tour and it was in portland oregon in 2015 i don't live in portland i live in los angeles so what happened was my buddy and i who's a muse fan before me and he got so excited that i got into muse like we became muse buddies you met him at the forum after the show when i said hey i want to go say hi to some friends that was one of the guys. Um, oh, so we tried to get show uh, tickets for the Staples Center show. And we're one of those people like we have to be on the floor in the front row. Um, for some reason or another, like Staples Center has some shady ticketing policies. He was at work. I was trying to get the tickets. And I said, hey, dude, like I, I couldn't get the tickets. So then he says to me, you want to be spontaneous? I'm like, yeah. Let's go to Portland and see them and get VIP. I'm like, okay, sounds cool. Let's do it. So got the VIP, flew up to Portland for the show. Um, drones tour, very theatrical, very amazing. Mm -hmm. And then what ended up happening too, like after we saw them in Portland and came back, they were supposed to be in LA. Um, we just ended up getting some random tickets, ended up being in a luxury box. We watched the show from up top. 
which was cool too because being in the front row and like being so close to the band is one kind of experience but then seeing a show like uh the drones show from afar and seeing the whole production and the lighting and the Mm -hmm. staging was something else too so we kind of got the best of both worlds on that tour wow that's awesome yeah yeah so i um I think so. I guess I went to that the one that you couldn't go to because I saw them on the at the drone drones tour in the Staples Center. But um, why am I not surprised we were at the same show? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was really cool. I that was like the one of I think only I think that tour and Resistance was the were the only ones where I was kind of far and I was mad (laughs) because I was like, this is why I don't like that they got so popular now. I used to be able to be closer um yeah but on the drone store it was kind of cool because because i was far i could see like the drones going all over the crowd and everything and that was like pretty awesome yeah so i think my favorite like staging moment um just visually was during the globalist you know when they had the curtain come down the whole like mm. the backdrop for the globalist looked so cool I mean, they did some cool stuff with that curtain, like with the handler and the puppeteering and stuff and the drones flying around. That was cool, too. But that part in the globalist just kind of stayed with me. Okay. Um, And then after, like, any other shows or tours that you went to after that? Simulation Theory. Okay. That's the one where we met? Yeah, at the forum. Did the VIP for that one, too, because... Once you do the VIP with Muse, you get spoiled and yeah, yeah you can do GA and wait around in line all day. And, but then like, y- you can talk about how awesome the VIP was for simulation theory, like with the arcade games and the food and all that. Yeah, I definitely like, I def yeah, I've never done VIP for anything before. And then I was like, let me just do it for Muse. Like, let me just see what it's like. And I, after I did it, I was like, I understand why people pay for VIP now. <laughs> it's such a such a nice experience and after so many you know times that I've you know I've done the whole like waiting out for hours in line it was just nice to like not have to do that for once just like walk right in get some nice food drinks you know some swag and just like not be so like tired by the time the show starts you know from like waiting outside and like being uncomfortable it was just I'm like, okay, I think Just, I kind of want to do this every time now <laughs> if I have the money. <laughs> so Yeah, and, um, and you know the routine for waiting outside for a long time. You have to make friends and be like, hey, I want to find a bathroom. Can you save my spot? Or yeah, hey, I I, oh, I hate that Just, bar. Cause, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I that's one thing I hate about waiting in lines because I'm a I'm a kind of person that I have to go to the bathroom a lot, like constantly. And so I hate doing that and it was nice that I didn't have to do that this time and yeah if you haven't done for anyone listening if you haven't done VIP I feel like it's something just experience it just once <laughs> it's, a, it's totally a worth experience. it and also we got to be in the front that was also like the biggest benefit it's like yeah. being right there with the you know so I feel like once a band is really big if you can and you want to be close VIP is worth it because you get to be like oh I got so many good shots of the band I was like oh my gosh I'm right there seeing Murph like right like really close um yeah that was really awesome so I recommend and also it. with like the the Muse VIP too like it I mean yeah it's a little bit pricey but compared to other bands it's such a bargain 
Yeah, exactly. I just wish there was an option where you can meet them. That was like the only thing. I'm like, is there one where I can actually meet them? Because I would love to meet them. So that'd be so cool. Now with COVID, I don't know. They'll be like, do you have the vaccine? <laughs> only if you have the vaccine, you can you come backstage. <laughs> so we'll see how all of that changes. Maybe now they'll do with if we're still like doing this, it'll, it'll be a meet and greets, but through Zoom. <laughs> You're like hi Matt, hi Dom, hi Chris. <laughs> we'll take a, instead of taking instead of taking pictures, we'll just take like screenshots on Zoom. Like hey, <laughs> I, met <them. laughs> I, met I met them virtually. <laughs> just an I idea, would take guys. that nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just an idea. So I think we're you know, we're gonna get pretty creative. All right. So um, okay. So. When you were listening to Muse, when you first were getting into them, did you ever think, you know, oh, they kind of sound like Radiohead, they kind of sound like Queen? Did you ever think that? And if you did, that's fine, just because I kind of did that think, think about that at the beginning. But then once I just listened to more and more, and now I can kind of, I can definitely tell them apart, and I don't think they sound like the same. But what did you think? So I hear the Radiohead comparison often. Mm -hmm. I just could never see it myself. The only thing really is like maybe Matt's falsetto. But when I was listening to Muse and I didn't even really know Radiohead that much. Like I knew Creep or some songs off of OK Computer. But when I would listen to Muse, I would mostly think, oh, Queen, Rush, and Pink Floyd had a threesome and they had a baby and it was called Muse. Th mm -hmm. th that's like the musical family tree I thought of when I listened to Muse, those three bands. Okay. What about uh, Dream Theater? Do you know Dream Theater? I know Dream Theater. I can see what people mean, but again, my ears just never took me towards Dream Theater. Okay. Also, I think, also, I, I mean, if you, if the first one you listened to was Resistance, that was definitely not very Radiohead-ish. It's more like, mostly Showbiz, I think. That's the one that's like, yeah. a little bit, sounds a little bit more like Radiohead. And they also did share a producer. So, you know, in the early days... Um, but now, like, if you listen to our stuff now and you're just more familiar with both bands' music, now it's like, I don't even think they sound the same. Yeah, um, that's, that's why, yeah. Like, I mean, if, mm -hmm. if, for me, if I reach hard enough, I mean, yeah, I can see some similarities. Showbiz, mostly, like you said, but just, no, closer to Queen and Rush and Pink Floyd than Radiohead. Nothing against Radiohead. I think they're fine. Yeah, exactly. Same here, same here. I <laughs> uh, just want to say hi to Rock Rules. I don't know if you're still there, but he said hi or he or she. So I just want to say hi. Um, and okay, so what is the, have you done any crazy things for Muse? So what's the craziest thing you've done for Muse? Or Muse, something that's Muse related that was kind of crazy? I think going to Portland to see them in the conditions oh. I want to go see them because my friend, he didn't tell me about our accommodations or anything like that mm -hmm. until we were on the plane. So like, hey, man, so like, where are we staying? He goes, we're staying in a hostel. I'm like, oh, no, no, it's pronounced hotel. Which hotel are we staying in? I'm like, hostel. What is a hostel? It's, it's like a room with like a bunch of people. I'm like, do we have doors? Anyway, he couldn't really explain it to me until I saw it. The conditions were absolutely horrible. I don't ever recommend anyone doing that. Maybe in the U.S., maybe European hostels are different. But just suffering that whole weekend in a hostel with, like, 12 men, one bathroom, bunk beds. 
going through all that to see Muse, I think that's the craziest thing I've ever done. Because other than that, maybe buying a VIP package or whatever doesn't seem so crazy. Um, and then I've heard some of your crazy stories, so I don't even come close to some of your crazy stories for Muse. Uh, Something yeah, about a bus bench. Yeah, I stole that ad. Um, I just told that story a few days ago to some other people. I love. I love I that like, story. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I'm like, I can't believe they made me, I never thought I would do something like that, but that's love, man. Love makes you do crazy things. Even, it doesn't have to be romantic love, but love for a band, passion. <laughs> makes you do, I was like, wow, I really love them. I didn't realize how much I love them because I would never like do that, but they made me crazy. It's the dope, dopamine, I think, <laughs> when you're in love, but just, I'm in love with the yeah. band um so but would you say like that whole hostel experience it was so worth it to see absolutely muse? i might even do it again if it meant seeing muse i might do worse okay. things if it meant seeing muse right now i miss them so much yeah i will say um just you know if anyone owns a hostel or works at a hostel anyone who's listening um i just want to say and anyone who's curious i have stayed in a lot of hostels um because i have traveled here in the u.s and abroad and the thing is you have to do your uh research with like reviews and everything because i have stayed like the same price like i've paid the same price and i stayed in like really nice hostels here and then i'll pay the same and stay in like not so good so you can't always judge it on the price it really look at pictures look at reviews the reviews are super important and that's kind of how i've made my judgments because like in norway oh my gosh great hostels and cheap but you know they were great but i've you know and then i went in london i stayed in also another nice one too but it was cheap but i've stayed in like not so great ones in uh chicago and everything like that and yeah just do your research so some are they're not like all the horror movies like people are scared like there's like the hostile horror movie just if you don't do your research yeah i might end up being like that so <laughs> just like read reviews yeah. um it's a good way to you know if you yeah want to travel just cheaply um if you want you can get your own room but you do have to pay more so just you know you get what you pay for basically <laughs> I I told him I said if if we ever travel again you got at least consult with me before making a decision like this one because there's some horror stories I don't even want to tell on camera. Um, yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't even cheap like oh, we no! had a horrible experience and it was expensive. Oh, so I told him like next time, next time talk to me before we do anything like we could have gotten like a whole Airbnb house to ourselves with that price or something you know. So yeah, yeah um, there's there's got to be yeah like you said there's good and bad um mm -hmm. so if you gotta stay in a hostel don't don't be turned off by my story just <laughs> do your research right and don't yeah. trust my friend about accommodations don't talk oh, to yeah. him <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um so have you ever gone into any um muse arguments like with other music fans or just like maybe not muse arguments or you know just someone who was kind of like hostile about muse i'm using the other hostile yeah. word <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's mostly been radiohead people like ah, they ripped off radiohead and then i have to provide a complete thesis about why they are nothing like radiohead why they did not rip them off it's been mostly that um especially in la maybe like 
a lot of people just do love Muse and there aren't any hostile discussions about Muse. It's mostly like, hey, I really like them. They're cool. I want to see them. Then I go, yeah, man, you got to go see them. Let's go next time they come around. Okay. Um, Yeah. At least in my experience, the people around here are very friendly towards Muse. And they respect Muse, except for the just the hardcore Radiohead people, which, you know, there are a lot of in L.A. too. Mm hmm. So no, no hostile discussions in a hostel. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna keep saying hostel. <laughs> there were other hostile discussions in the hostel, but again, nothing I can repeat on camera. That should be the next Muse album, Hostel. Hostility in a hostel. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. I think that could hostile. be a thing. <laughs> it keeps um, up in the theme. <laughs> exactly, for sure. Um, Oh, she was. Oh, okay. So have you ever maybe converted or maybe not or introduced? Okay. First of all, have you ever introduced Muse to somebody who like, like, or not introduced, but like you got them to become a fan? Have you ever done that? Like they were, they were like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you- not as hardcore as we are, but to the point where um, they will buy the records and they will go see a show. Um they don't memorize the, all their tour dates or anything like that from 2001 or anything or the festivals they've played on. But sure, surely, like, um, I've gotten a lot of people into the band. Nice. Okay. Like, and one of my more how- random stories was I was at a bar and I took control of the jukebox um, and I was just playing pure muse. And then a few people are like, oh, what is this? This sounds good. Hey, who's playing this? What is this band? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> So even like that, I've um, gotten some randos into the band. Yes, spreading the gir- good word of about Muse. Where <laughs> what's that called? Where like where you're we're spreading the word of of the the gospel like, of Muse. Yeah, but like there's something that they're called the people that do that. I forgot. Uh, missionaries. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Like, that's kind of how I see myself. I'm like, I'm spreading the good word of, about Muse. <laughs> Let me tell you about Muse. Uh, go knock on people's doors. I'm, Hi, have you heard of Muse? <laughs> We're the Jehovah's Witnesses for Muse. <laughs> yeah. I don't know much about religion, so I'm just going to step away from that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're spreading right. the good word. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So what do you usually, like, is there a certain, like, strategy or a certain Muse song, like, that you use to, like, get people? Because I kind of have my own way of, like, trying to get people into Muse. It, those who are interested, not, like, I don't force it on people. But, like, is there <laughs> a certain method or song that you use to try to get someone into Muse? Yeah, it, it kind of, dep- I have different strategies for, like, different people. So if I know um, some people are, like, more pop-oriented, I'll introduce them with Starlight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great, it's a great song though. You know, I'm not knocking Starlight, um, but it's a very popular song and people seem to respond to it. Um, I have friends who are like super into EDM. So I'll play them follow me or, mm-hmm. just, you know, the back end of second law and they get interested into that. And um, if I'm talking to my heavy metal friends, I'll start off with Stockholm syndrome or assassin, you know, so different people, different strategies, but I try to pick out like the best of what I think they might enjoy. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I do the, the very similar thing. I'll, 
I'll usually ask them like, what do you like to listen to? What genres? And and then I'll kind of pick, yeah, kind of like the best of like that type of genre of like music from Muse. And that's how you got to do it. Because it's like, if someone's like into heavy metal, you're not going to be like, here, convert them with Starlight or something like that. They'll be like, this is lame. (laughs) So you have to pay attention to what that person likes. Um, so if anyone is listening and you want to convert people, that's how you do it. And that's the cool thing I like about Muse is like there's a little bit, you know, there's something for everyone, you know, yeah. depending on what you like. Um, and my mo- what's your favorite? Real quick, uh, oh, one of my one of my recent con- converts was uh, some guy who was really sad about Eddie Van Halen dying. So, oh, no one makes music like Van Halen anymore. Like, have you heard of a song called Reapers off of Drones by Muse? No. So I send the song over. He's like, oh, well, yeah, that, was, that was pretty good, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, should, we, should get, we should get, you know, some extra. Like, we should get, like, referral f- payment or something. <laughs> Every time we convert. Like, someone. a little bonus. Yeah. <laughs> just saying, Muse. Just saying. <laughs> you can put convert us on Convert five people, get a free shirt. <laughs> exactly. Or earn a free VIP ticket. Oh my gosh. That'd be amazing. Just stay. So what is okay, so do you do you have like a favorite muse music video? Music video. <laughs> it's one of those punny days, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We always puns with muse. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, I hate to keep repeating myself. You're probably tired of hearing this, but it always changes. Um, like recently, I've been speaking of earlier. I've been really been into the Reapers video because since I got like the new tech I was telling you about earlier, I had no idea it was like a virtual reality or augmented reality video. So like I could do like the 360 thing with the Reapers video. So that was like really trippy for me. So right now, that's my favorite. Okay. All right. And what is um like your favorite okay is there a certain song if you know if you're okay with sharing this like that means a lot to you like that you know just something that's just very meaningful to you and if you can talk about why follow me and um just kind of important because it kind of captures a moment in time for me um that one and um big freeze Mm. um it's more in the romantic department um it just reminds me of a feeling i had that i haven't had for a very long time with someone who's not no longer in my life um but every time i hear those songs i think of the happier times associated with that person in that time um so those two Mm. always uh happy nostalgic memories for me in that sense oh okay um and what's your favorite like if if it's something that you haven't talked about already like do you have a favorite muse related memory or moment um i think you know hearing undisclosed desires and just peeling off the freeway and finding a best buy real fast that's that'll always stick with me um watching the resistance video for the first time just that was like my first full taste of what they were as a live band and their stage show and everything um, thematically speaking as well. Um, There's so many good memories. Um, 
something else that sticks out, like at our simulation theory um, tour before the encore, when Matt pulls the plug on the arcade machine and just the whole form went dark. Mm-hmm. That was just, I, again, something I'd never experienced. I've seen so many bands, so many shows, but that show was just something else. I mean, Matt yeah. has the power to pull the plug on the form. What else can he do? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, those are pretty good. Um, all right. So what would you tell someone who has never seen Muse, like Muse live? And like, what? why should they see them? If someone's like, why should I see Muse live? What would you tell them? I will first play the songs and then I will show them the music videos and then live shows. And then if honestly, if they're not convinced by seeing what they just saw, there is nothing I can do for them. The proof is <laughs> in the lost. pudding. Like the proof is in front of your eyes. Like, yeah, go see Taylor Swift or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think that's about it for our journey and live unless there's anything else you want to share um with the audience about just your love of muse oh maybe what you would like to tell muse if you ever got to meet them Uh, maybe i'm too old to fanboy or anything but honestly i would just like to say thank you to them um them without even knowing it i'm sure they've heard this so many times but they were there for me in the good times the bad times especially like they've gotten me through some tough times so even if i never meet them um it's it's fine I just, yeah, I just would have just really liked to say thank you and keep putting out the awesome music that you do. Um, it affects a lot more people and impacts a lot more people than they might think. Oh, all right. Well, hopefully you do. And if not, if I get to meet them, I'll, and I'll try to hook you up. <laughs> hopefully, um, we both get to meet them. Oh my gosh. That'd be amazing um all right well i think that's about it thank you for just sharing you know your muse journey all your awesome memories and um you know do you have anything else to say just one more time like maybe your hopes for the new album or what you're looking forward to or anything like that about you know muse in the future i i just i don't ask for much i just do want muse in the future any new music is fine by me. They always tend to surprise me, so I have no idea what the next one will sound like, the next album. Um, I'm just excited to see what's next. Nice. All right. Well, thank yeah. you so much for coming on the MuseCast podcast again, Gary. So nice to have you. My pleasure. It was so much fun as always. It's been great. Thank you so much. And thanks to everyone who is listening live and will listen to this uh, later on the replay. Follow um the podcast at musecast pod on instagram and you can follow gary on instagram as well at the gary with two r's d 33 he's not only a muse fan but he's funny too so follow him follow him <laughs> you and follow me <laughs> I you need are to sharp that. you never you never miss an opportunity i love it you guys keep me on my toes I like I was listening to follow me the other day and I was like I need to use that whenever I'm like follow me on Instagram just be like follow <laughs> me <laughs> so I need That's to have awesome. it I need to have it queued up so I can just like play it and I'm now I'm like every time I say follow me like on Instagram <laughs> I'm gonna think of that song. <laughs> just like play it follow me all right <laughs> okay 
And uh, if you d- listen to the podcast on um, Apple iTunes, please leave us a review. It really helps um, because that's, I think, the only place you can leave a review. And the more people will review it, the more people will find it. Um, also, thanks to all our Swedish listeners, I believe. I think this is, like, doing pretty well in Sweden. So <laughs> thank you. I need to learn some Swedish so I can, like, greet you guys. Um, and anyone else in other languages, um, gracias, um, merci beaucoup, um, grazie. <laughs> Sign language, I don't know sign language, but you can see it anyway. But um, thank Homework. you, thank you so much. Yes, <laughs> I need to learn a bunch of other languages. All right, we'll see you guys next time on the Musecast podcast, and hopefully Gary will be back so soon, right? <laughs> Anytime, always a okay. pleasure. All right, bye everyone.